Welcome to the Kingstonist Podcast, a daily look at news, sports, and all things Kingston. Brought to you by Taylor Audubon. What do customers look for when purchasing a pre-owned vehicle at Taylor Auto Mall? Quality, reliability, assurance, and value. In that case, check out our certified pre-owned lot where we have a huge selection of one-owner trades with low kilometers. Every certified pre-owned receives a 150-point inspection, manufacturer's warranty, roadside assistance, and a 30-day exchange privilege. We have finance specialists to assist you and we are constantly adjusting our prices to match current market conditions. Experience the certified pre-owned advantage today, only at Taylor Auto Mall. Welcome to 15 Minutes With, brought to you by the Taylor Auto Mall, and I'm thrilled to be joined by uh, someone I've known her entire life. Remember the day she was born, <laughs> Christmas Day. That's right. Uh, Alex Carharis is here, a uh, resident of Wolf Island, and uh, we're going to talk a little Wolf Island, talk a little Haymakers Coffee, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex is all Wolf Island. <laughs> and uh for a lot of reasons um and there's a lot going like there's a lot going on there i mean there's totally. more to do to go over wolf island than to just go um yeah uh, you gotta commit to come to the island yeah 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 a lot going on this summer totally um start with um, um start from the beginning uh okay so you know now that life seems to have returned um yeah <sighs> Oh, I got to ask you a question. Okay, sorry, go, sorry. Go. Before we start, yeah. I want to ask you a question, and I don't. I know you're not. You're not an official uh, uh, Ministry of Transportation or anything like that. I am. What's not. What's the scuttlebutt on the island about the new ferry? Uh, when's it coming online? Oh, for heaven's sake! Uh, you know, when we see it, we'll send you a text. <laughs> okay. Because that's. I mean, it's just like. I mean, it's here. It's it's in picture. It exists, yeah. and so the piers are apparently on target. I don't know what that means because no one really talks about the target date. Do they not? No. No. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's November, but who knows? Don't don't quote me because I'm not MTO. Are, are people on the island excited? I've talked to a couple of people on the island that aren't terribly thrilled about it. Well, uh, it's it's a thing because it's it's you know it's awesome, right? This cool ferry. We get another a new boat, and you know the boat that we have is old, and you know we do need. A new, yeah, a new uh, vehicle. The, the size difference is significant. Right. So, um, you know, will it make it easier to come to the island? I don't know. It's kind of fancy all by itself. So it's it's going to, uh, my prediction is that it will be a bit of a tourist attraction all yeah. into itself. Well, they run um, two ferries at the same time or is it, you know? I or, don't know. You know okay. Again, yeah. like that's, I mean, yeah. again, the talk, it would be awesome but I don't know the capabilities of the current ferry if that yeah. will, if it'll stay going. So I, again, I don't know. So before the pandemic, the island really started being a bit of a happening place. And then like everything else, it, it everything ground, ground to a halt. Yeah, we um, COVID so, caves. so, um, and now that things are starting up, what, what's, what's going on? Is, is the, is the festival coming back? Music festival coming oh, back? Uh, well, that's a Virginia question. Okay. Um, but, uh, the hotel Wolf Island, is under new ownership. That's and, and that for people that don't know, oh, that's yes, the old General Wolf. That's right. Yeah. And so um, they're really into you know investing you know time and energy into arts and agriculture. So what that's turned into is there's this like rad farmers market out in front of the hotel along the water, 
Um, and next to it is a waterfront patio and they have live music and, and, and there's a bunch of vendors, both local as, or like island vendors, as well as a few from Kingston that come over. And so it's just really rad vibes on, on Saturdays, you know, there's always somebody talented playing music just in the, in the market. Um, yeah. So, so now it's just people like there's a few new places open. There's a gift shop called the fishtail shop. And then of course the whip old school, you know, um, and the bakery. So there's just, there's lots of new things coming yeah. about and vendors selling their wares and, and, um, we had Jay, we had Jay Jolly on yes, uh, a, a yes, little while ago yes. and so he's making beer and, yeah. and carbon. And yeah, so there's really, there's just lots of action, sort of both old school and new school, you know, regarding, um, you know, things to do on the islands. Well, it's funny you say that like new school, old school, when I, you know, I've known people from the island my entire life yeah. and, and it was, I mean, it was an agricultural community, um, but it seems to be evolving into something else now. And so how, how did the two, how did the two mix? Um, I think they, okay. So how they mix is that the reason people are digging, you either dig it or you don't, right? So people dig the island because of the agricultural living vibe, right? You yeah. know, so the idea of community, you know, no, ask a farmer how they plant and there's like, you know, four other families helping them or how they harvest. And, and, and so those kind of community focused initiatives are like that, that vibe's still there, still there with yeah. arts. You can't, you know, it's the same thing. And so, uh, I think it's really the, I, I don't think it's a conflict. I think the deal is people love being on the Island and they love being on the Island cause it's the Island yeah. and it has all of those things. And so right now what we're trying to manage is please come to the Island, right? Sharing the Island and, um, but it is a bit of a commitment. Yeah. It's so, a bit of a, I mean, <laughs> you, gotta, you go by Ontario street and, and uh -huh. certain times of the day yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's a commitment to get yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you know, you got a plan. So, you know, trying not to come over on peak hours. So like before going to work or, uh, you know, the after work hours that you're going to wait. Or you can go by boat. Or, or if you, you own a boat. Your own boat. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. fly. Um, so, you know, coming to the Island is if you're going to drive, uh, pack a snack, pack water, bring a book, have a nap, go for a walk, you know, just be prepared and listen to the fairy dudes, humans, like they, they'll get you on there, but it might require, you know, a couple boats. You never know. Summer is really intense. Um, the other option right now, and this is what's so awesome is that we have a free shuttle. So if you walk on, you can grab a free shuttle on the other side. They'll take you into the village on the weekends right now until yeah. Canada day, but that just, you know, so you can tour around and, and, does it go, will it go other places on the island? No. Okay. No, it's right now. But just, just around to town. The village. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Vi the village. Into yeah. the village. Yeah. Um, and there's like, yeah, so there's the gallery. Like there's other things to do in the village, which is really great. Um, I, in terms of, and then biking on, I mean, biking, there's yeah. lots of bike trails and stuff. Um, and you know, one of the, one of the gaps that we've been working on is trying to figure out how to have all this information in one spot. So, uh, Frontenac County, they have, a visit frontenac.ca website and there's a whole wolf island section and on there is cycling routes and uh, there's an interactive business map and so you can get all the business information on there and 
Um, there's places to stay. Like it's just all. Yeah. And, and, and great places to eat. And places yeah. to eat. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, I, the, I guess the grill is opening up. We just, I just yeah. heard a rumor. So yeah. So there's going to be lots of and different things to eat. That's so. the Wolf Island Grill, a very popular place. That's right. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So the, so the Wolf Island, you know, visit frontnack.ca, the Wolf Island section is a great place to sort of go to, to find what's on, who's doing what how to get there, how to access their information. Um, is, is big Sandy Bay still a big thing? Oh yeah. yeah. But it's a commitment. We, we did a pilot of a shuttle, but it's just too hard in that people come, when you go to the beach, you got to prepare. Yeah. It's, it's not, you can't just go from the parking lot. It's well, it's a journey. So you got yeah. wagons and food and coolers and umbrellas. And <laughs> so it was hard to do the shuttle. So when you come again, it's best to try to travel on non-peak hours and there is a fee. So again, um, an entrance fee. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. And, uh, you're in a, you and your husband, Sitsa started a business, uh, before the pandemic yep. called Haymakers Coffee. That's right. How'd you get into it? Uh, Sitsa's curiosity. Um, he is a maker of many awesome things. And I had been recently liberated from my corporate role and we were brainstorming and we always do everything over coffee. And Sitsa, I look one day and Sitsa has got the Lee Valley Whirly Pop popcorn machine on the barbecue. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm roasting coffee. So he'd ordered some green beans from Toronto and we just started roasting it on the barbecue in the winter. Really? Mm -hmm. And it was fun. And so we were inviting, you know, we had people over and, and, and we were trying this coffee and we thought it was amazing and it was so fun. And then of course he started getting tools to make it even better. And, you know, and then he just looked at me one day, he's like, well, Phyllon needs a coffee roastery. And I'm like, game on. Yeah. And at the time we were looking at sort of doing an events based business because we have this epic barn and, you know, there's 25 steps to do before we would ever get to do that. And so we were able to just dive in and, and start roasting coffee. So we did. And, and, and it was hilarious because we didn't actually know coffee could taste like the coffee we have. Um, we roast micro lot coffees, which just means we get small quantities of really excellent beans. So when we got the samples, um, seats roasted them up and I had, we, our minds were blown. Yeah. We were wow. just, yeah. Flavors. And if, and if you want Haymakers coffee, you don't have to go to Wolf Island. You can mm -hmm. go to the uh, farmer's market at the Memorial Center every Sunday. That's right. Yeah. And then on the Island on Saturdays, and then we have an online shop. Whereabouts is it on the island? Right in front of the hotel. Okay. Yeah. 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 Easy, easy. And then uh, Sundays at, uh, Memorial Center. at the Memorial Center. Yeah. And then we have an online store and we do free delivery. And how do, if I want to, if I want to go online and buy some coffee from you, how do I do it? www.haymakerscoffeeco.com. And just follow and then the links. Follow, follow the links. Yeah. yeah. There's, and you have a yeah. newsletter and. Yeah. We sign up for e-newsletter. We don't do social media. Um, you got hacked. We got hacked. Yeah. We don't like matter right now. Yeah. So uh, we, yeah. So we're staying connected. We're in the process of tarting up our website. It's definitely needs a little more foundational stuff. So that's great. Um, but we have we do a newsletter, e-newsletter twice a month, and keep people. And we also do community. So we do a little coffee, we do a little connection, and we do community stuff. So we like to try and keep people, you know, I don't know, connected to the rad humans that sure. we that we're in the yeah. small business community. You see yourself being on the island forever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we entertained. We had an option to we we had an opportunity to move closer to the village, and so I always joke that we put our property up for sale, and we were like the only property in Canada that didn't sell. <laughs> and so, uh, and what is hilarious? And so I always, you know, it, I'm very grateful because uh, 
you know, we love our spot. And, and at the end of the day, you know, it's the magic like that wolf island you you either you, you get it, it or you don't you don't and yeah. if you get it it's it's there's magic there's yeah. magic in the community there's magic in the dirt it's just spectacular and so we live on this really wicked 83 acre cattle farm that we we don't have any animals but we have this space that we can share with people and so that's what we're going to do we're going to start offering tours in july and what do, do tell Oh, well, um, people want to come out, give people a bit of an experience, come yeah. out, sample some coffee, try, you know, try different beans. I'm really into the blind testing. I love the exploration of, you know, have a flavor wheel and have people try different coffees and see if they can pull out the different notes and then, and then brew one coffee a couple different ways. You know, if you do a pour over with a Costa Rican and a French press, the taste is very different. And I find this, this is my jam. I just love this. It makes it's, I think it's so fun. So uh, yeah, have people come out and maybe they'll grab some lunch at the mustard station or at the hotel. And, uh, um, and then they can come out and have a bite and do some coffee and yeah, it'll just, just share, walk around, go through the field, carve a path in the field and I don't know, make it fun. So with your coffee, do you make the same blends all the time are you always changing it or it's you... always changing so yeah. we don't they're not actually blends they're or, um no no, no yeah, it's okay sorry, it's bad, a, no no bad term bad yeah term. no not yeah. at all uh it, it is they are they're called they're so it's a in specialty coffee these are called micro lots they are so the farmer walks around and they notice certain trees on their farm are producing wicked fruit so they separate them they nurture them they hand pick them and process them so for us launching just before a pandemic in terms of sourcing we can trace micro lots right back to the farms and the mills where they're produced oh wow so as a sort of start on our accountability and sustainability path that's um that's why we chose micro lots and then of course the flavor part was just we were like it can taste like this so we, when you say micro lot how much can you how much so can we you generally bring in and this is just because we are small we would be considered a nano roaster so we are small so we get a bag of two bag okay. or two of a of, of of a certain coffee and so we always have a costa rican but that doesn't mean it's the same farm or gotcha. the same bean and so it's it is a flavor adventure with that so lots of people are like when are you getting that one back? <laughs> and then, so, and then we do, and it, and it's fun. So, you know, it's based on harvest and when it can come, you know, we have a DR Congo. We had it last summer. We had to wait till December to get another one. So, um, yeah, so that, yeah, it is an adventure with us. It's never the same. So uh, we have one coffee, our Guatemalan coffee is the most direct, it's the direct relationship we have. Um, with a women's coffee collective in Guatemala. I actually got to see, meet them in November. You went, yes, you I went, went to Guatemala. Guatemala. Yeah, tell us about that. Oh my gosh, it was mind-blowing. Um, and it was just before the Omicron, Omicron, whatever variant came out. And it was really interesting because, you, you know, it was wild. I mean, I was like, when I landed, I was like face first into my privilege. I was like, holy Toledo. <laughs> um, and so I was there for two and a half weeks, landed in Guatemala City, went to Antigua, like just to sleep. And my uh, my girlfriend, who was basically curated this trip for me, Jen Miller, her son calls Antigua the uh, Disneyland of Guatemala. And I was like, hmm, interesting turn. Because I, I was like not getting the Disneyland vibes. I was like, wow. And then I went into real Guatemala, right? So we went into uh, San Marcos, which is sort of like expat haven. And then I went up past the clouds to this coffee farm where these women are ruling their community because all the men have gone north to Mexico. So they are doing the farming. And so we get there and of course they're all prepared to host us and they take us to the closest coffee plot. It was 45 minutes down the side of a mountain. 
and, and you're, not, like, you're not driving. I'm not driving. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? So we get there. And in this particular spot, they were very lucky. They had, they built a sort of like a makeshift cabin and a processing space where they can sort of depulp the, the beans. Yeah. And then they dry them in this spot and then they carry them on their back with a leather strap up, back up the mountain. Holy. Oh, I can't even. And so yeah. these women traditionally dressed beautiful colors, like it was exquisite. And anyone who's like an 80s kid, do you remember jelly shoes? No. Oh my God. So plastic <laughs> shoes basically with this like little weird wedge. That's what they had on their feet. I'm fully decked in my, like, I got my hikers on. I am ready. I slid down that mountain. I was a hot mess. They're picking fruit off the trees and they were laughing at us. It was hilarious. And the kids are running up and down the side of the mountain. But then we went to the next closest one, I thought I was going to die. Like it was literally on the edge of a cliff. She was like, I was like, why are we waiting? I was leaning against a hand out the side of the mountain like this going, why are we waiting? And they're all like, you know, banana trees. And, and they're like, oh, she's looking to see if it's safe. I was like, what? I thought they were playing a joke and they're not. And so we walk along and have to go bend down, go through the bushes. And there's a cliff with like a stream running that I have to go over to get to the next plot. She's proud as punch. She's so thrilled. Her, her cherries look amazing. Like she's just so pleased to show off her plot. Like I thought dragons and dinosaurs were going to come around. It was wild. I had no idea, but here, and I was like, we should be paying $150 per bag of coffee. Like the amount of work that goes into, Oh my gosh. Getting it just, right? just to get just, up the mountain. Not just to harvest it. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. So I, I, it was very emotional. I was quite blown away. And so of course I'm saying to, um, we import through, uh, the barefoot college, which is an organization that developed in the seventies to go into, you know, rural equator c countries, um, and train women. So their biggest thing is solar energy. This is their first coffee project. Mm -hmm. And when they go in, they train, like they give them full, like educational, this is where you fit in the world. This is the process from bean to cup. So these women are normal. You know, they farm and it's like hand to mouth, right? So coyotes come in and undercut them. So we're there to pay a premium so that even if a hurricane comes through, like it did two years ago and wipes out their crops, they're still getting paid. Okay. Right? Yeah. So then we don't yeah. get coffee, but, yeah, they, get but they get paid. And I don't yeah. care. So one of the, so we're sitting at the table. Yeah. I'm like, can we get them a donkey to get the coffee up there? Like, how do we, what about a processing station like in the village? And this is, this was, the big one for me, they were like, no, because if somebody messes it up, if somebody breaks the donkey or breaks the processing, it will disrupt the community so much we will not survive because it is that desperate, like gradations of desperation. Like it is hand to mouth. So what they wanted, organic compost, ah. it'll build its greater yield yep. further. And I was like, yeah. how are they getting it back down the mountain? <laughs> anyway, I was like, okay organic compost it is. And so, and I was like, and that was it. They live so intentionally and they're like, and then what I found fascinating, because of course we were right in the whatever of COVID was that, you know, Guatemalans don't have a social safety net. They live intentionally. They have mm -hmm. to, there's mm -hmm. no, they don't get to do that stuff. And, uh, and so they live intentionally. So they were managing COVID, taking temperatures, masking, sanitizing everywhere. There was no fear. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. So they, and so, because that's their whole life, we were picking up a grandmother and her grandson with machetes. I rode up to the coffee place, which was like six hours away from where we were staying on the back of a truck. And we just, and there's no transportation. So people just pick people up. Oh, you need a ride? Um, and there they go over the side of the mountain. So somewhere it's wild, <laughs> wild, but it was, it was super educational. And then just in terms of like, you know, 
industrial coffee versus, you know, I mean, here these, these would not, these farmers are growing organically because they have to. Yeah. Right. And they grow, is it bird friendly? Yes. Because they have bananas, like three sisters planting, you know, the banana tree and then citrus and, uh, and then the coffee plant because it's partially shade grown. So because you have trees, it's bird friendly, partially shade means, you know what I mean? So it's just, it was very, very interesting, but I did come to appreciate that every cup of coffee should be $200. (laughs) (laughs) Well, given inflation, it might get there sooner than you think. (laughs) I've uh, been talking, we've been talking with Alex Carharis about Wolf Island and Haymakers Coffee and Haymakers Coffee you can find at um, www.haymakerscoffeeco.com <laughs> and, yes. and you can also catch them at the, uh, if, if you can't get to the island, you can always catch them Sunday mornings at the uh, Farmer's Market, the Memorial Center. And I'm just, I have to say this, yep. please visit www.visitfrontenac.ca and check out check the, out Wolf, Island the Wolf Island section yep. because that's going to give you the goods on where to go what you can do there and you know what there i've been there many times there's a lot going on in the island it is it's so uh, fun. it is i'm not going to say it's a well-kept secret because it's not but uh if you haven't but there's a way to do it yeah yeah and and if you haven't been you, you owe it to yourself because there's a it, oh. it's just a cool vibe mm-hmm. and there's a lot yeah a lot a lot a lot going on and yeah a and really, a lot of talent a lot of great people there. good food yep cool artists yeah. yeah it's rad yeah alex thanks for doing this thank you we'll, i really uh, appreciate it Tim. Well, we'll we'll do it again sometime sweet all right Take care.